0: Hey, friends, welcome to Woman Owned Wallet, the podcast. I'm Amanda Dare, a serial entrepreneur who has already made all of the money mistakes, so you don't have to. Now, I'm working on my money mindset, expanding my companies, and having open conversations with women around a subject that shouldn't be so taboo money. My company, Woman Owned Wallet, and I are determined to help you foster a positive relationship with your wallet and help you create a life that makes you say, wow. Hey friends, and welcome back to the Mindset Minisodes with Melissa. Today, Melissa and I are gonna tell you a little bit about a unique experience that both of us have had. We have both had businesses and then also returned to work and then didn't actually let our businesses go. We let them keep growing while we were working. Or in my case, I closed a business, went back to work, and then opened a whole brand new one. So I'm going to let Melissa tell her story about kind of the idea of like the stigma of like this big failure. If you're not all in on your business, then it's not worth it. Like we don't operate that way. We don't operate in the black and white world. We operate in the gray area. So Melissa, why don't you tell us a little bit about your story and why you chose the choices that you chose?
1: Yeah. So I was actually a stay-at-home mom for about two years before I decided to start my business. I had been looking for something that I wanted to be a part of. I always wanted to be a businesswoman my whole life since I was a little kid. I thought of myself as a businesswoman in a cute little suit. You know, I don't wear the suit, but always wanted to do that. And so I found financial coaching. I went through training, I decided like, this is it. I love this, this is what I want to do, this is my passion, and I got to work. And I was working while my kids were in school and I had quite a bit of free time, but I also had to learn how to build a business, right? So it takes a lot of time and energy and effort and learning and failing to figure out how to do that, especially, I would tell myself at least, especially when you're challenged technologically, right? I'm not the best, I've had to learn painstakingly long with a lot of YouTube videos, how to walk step by step through a lot of technical processes. And that takes a lot of time and energy. And when you're first starting a business, a lot of your effort goes into just learning how to be a business. So I had gotten to the point where my business was not making the money that I needed to live the life that I'm used to living, the life that my husband and I want for ourselves. And actually, we We were wanting to send our children to private school. And I had been putting so much pressure on myself and my business to make money so that I could have this lifestyle that I wanted. And not only this lifestyle that I wanted. But this lifestyle that I looked around on social media and saw my peers having, or at least it was looking like they were having, and all this pressure and stress, it basically made it impossible for me to be successful in my business, right? Because everything that I produced came from this stress of not being able to perform and not being able to provide for my family. So I decided the only way that I could continue to to give my love and attention to my business was to find a different way to finance my personal life. And that was to get a day job. So even though I went from being, you know, the woman that stays at home and raises her kids and has this business and looks like she has it all together to going back to a day job. And so many people would look at that and think of it as failure. In all honesty, there were definitely points in time where I looked at that and it felt like failure to me too. But what I knew then, and what I have come to realize now over time that it's definitely true is that my business could never have succeeded if I didn't go back to work. I'm not where I want to be yet, but I would have never made it to this point at all. So I tend to be a very all or nothing kind of person. Like I'm either going to give it a hundred percent or I'm not even going to try because it's not even worth it to me. And I realized that I loved my business too much to have nothing be an option. So I had to drop the idea of all or nothing. And I had to tell myself that I am okay with the fact that if I just shovel one shovel full of dirt every day in my business. And that's all I can deliver. One day I will have the mountain that I want to build my business into. So that's why I went back and that's what's made it possible for me to be where I am.
0: Oh, and you can hear Melissa's kids in the background. She is still... Still a mom and has a great, I guess, puppy. Do you have a puppy?
1: Yes, I have a dog (laughs) and my two little girls. Evidently being silly, who knows?
0: Well, no worries. I mean, listen, my cat is right outside the door as you were talking, like pawing at it. That's just the way 2020 and 2021 is in the world, so... (laughs) I feel so much for your story because I started my business when I was 20 years old and I'm now 32. I've been on this entrepreneurial journey for so long and it feels crazy to think back to those days and think that about 4 or 5 years in I chose a similar path to what you did. I thought I had to be all or nothing. I I had to kind of invest every single dollar back into it and that there wasn't enough for me. And it was kind of that Real lack mindset. So, for me, when I had my business in my dorm, I was making headbands and I was selling them to people around the dorm. I actually still have some of those headbands and I'm currently selling them in my newest business, Woman Owned Wallet, and in our gift shop. And they still sell, which is amazing because, you know, when you make a product, it doesn't go bad. It's not like food. So, it's awesome that I can still see little bits of my entrepreneurial journey today, even though I made those probably over a decade ago. (laughs) So it's pretty cool to see that. But anyways, I was starting in my dorm, I got a little studio, which turned into a little bit bigger studio, which turned into a courtyard space in this cool area that we have in, in uh, Louisville called Melwood Art Center. I had a courtyard space. And then I moved to this very trendy area of Louisville. And I opened up a business called The Hanger. And The Hanger was all custom clothing. I would literally make it for you right there in the store. So not that different from what I do at the New Black. But I ended up not being able to say no and set boundaries with people. And I needed to make money to keep the lights on in the store. And to everything seemed a little bit harder because if you can think of a decade ago, like Instagram was not a thing. There was no Shopify, no Square. I think you could maybe swipe a card on PayPal, but things were really difficult. It was very expensive to have like a register system. Like there was a lot of obstacles in your way back in, you know, a decade ago, compared to now to starting a business, especially a retail business which is where my heart lies. And so I feel like having all those obstacles and not understanding the boundaries and not understanding how to say no, I kept taking on work that I hated. I was taking on tons of alterations just to keep my little business open. And if I made like $500 in a week, I was elated. I was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Like we got this. And of course, you're just starting out, it feels really good. Feels good to make your first money. It feels amazing. The first time when I had an event make over $500, like it was such a cool feeling and it really kept me going. But then I realized I really wasn't enjoying my time. I really didn't fully understand how to run a store effectively and to have profit. So I decided to close it actually just a few months before I got married. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to get A retail management job, everything's gonna be great. And what I realized working the retail management job is that I absolutely did not know what I was doing. I mean, I thought I didn't know. Girl, mm, I did not know. I was like not keeping up with the register correctly. I was not charging appropriate prices for my things. Like, I didn't know how to merchandise properly. Like, it's not a natural thing. You have to learn, like you said you have to learn how to run a business. And so when I was working in retail management at Charlotte Roos and Francesca's, I was managing over 20 women at a time. I was like working with all women. I loved being around that kind of like sisterhood environment, but I always wanted to have my business again. And so I chose to fully leave Francesca's and I bought a bus (laughs) and I was going to renovate the bus and sew clothing in my home and then take the mobile boutique out with its million problems of the engine that it did have. Like, oh my gosh, it was crazy. But I was like, okay, I am going to go all in again. So I did kind of do that hundred percent investment. I just quit and I didn't actually plan (laughs) to like quit. So I had to find ways to make money to get the business started. I had saved just enough like literally I had $2,000 and I bought the bus with it. So like, that's all I had. Even at the car dealership, they were like, well, there's accounting fees and there's all these other fees. And I said, I only had $2,000. Like you're not getting any more from me. So you better deal. So we got it for two grand basically. But it was just really interesting because I actually had no plan. I just couldn't work in that other position anymore And I did have a husband who had a regular job. I knew I wouldn't be on the street the next day. I've never gone to bed hungry. Like I recognize all of my privilege within my experience that I've had. It's just, there was also like this little thing, like biting at me that I wanted to have my business again. And now that I had two, two and a half years of experience running stores, I was actually ready for it this time. And I was working in fast fashion and I saw the environmental and human degradation that happens in the fast fashion industry that made me feel horrible. So I opened the new black, which is a sustainable and ethical clothing brand. And I did it my way where I could be working in fashion, know how to run a business, know how to run a physical retail space, know how to manage 20 women. And I took this big leap. But at the same time, like I had multiple random jobs along the way. Because I wasn't making that much money. In the first year of the new block, I think we made $10,000. Like that is not, I mean, we make more than that in weeks now than we did then. So to really think about, you can't live on $10,000, Amanda. I'm like, yeah, girl, I know. So I had side jobs. I worked in offices. I styled for Amazon. And I just always took in that information and said, I'm being paid to learn right now. I'm going to learn everything that I can because now no one pays Amanda to learn anything. She learns the lessons the hard way and then she pays herself. You know, I guess I'm the only one that pays myself to learn now. But it's one of those things where when you're working another job and you want to be doing something else, remembering to be grateful for that job, like you said, like it removes this pressure it gives you more opportunity to be open to growing your business at your own pace. It doesn't have to be six figures in six months or something like that. The pressure is so intense sometimes. So relieving that is so important.
1: Like the whole idea that you and I both went back to work to work quote unquote, normal jobs for similar types of reasons. But for me, it was something that I continued to do because that's what made it work for me. For you, it was something that you had to go and learn, right? You had an experience that was waiting for you with that job you took that taught you invaluable things that allowed you to go into your business and be successful. What my job is delivering to me is the ability to continue to show up in my business every day without the stress of needing it to be my family's cash cow. And the idea that there is not a right answer. Your journey is going to be what journey is. And if you're not If you care enough and the goal is important to you enough, you're willing to do all sorts of things to get there. So this whole stigma that going back and getting a normal job is somehow you giving up on your dream is a really unfair thing a lot of times, right? Could it be that? If that's how you approach it, you go back and get a job and you give up on your dream. That can happen for sure. Do go back and get a job does not mean that you are not going to reach that goal. Sometimes it is the only way that you can reach the goal. So try not to think of it. If you're trying to decide right now, you know, do I go back? Do I try something new? You know, maybe there's something waiting for you in that experience that's going to deliver you exactly what you need in order to be successful, just like it did with you, Amanda. A thousand
0: percent. I mean, I wouldn't have had the businesses that I have now without taking that time and, you know, using it as an investment, using it as a step forward and not thinking of it as a step backwards. You know, it definitely can feel like that sometimes. And like you said, with Instagram and really seeing what everybody else is doing and the whole comparison, like the feeling like an imposter, all of those things definitely come up and through thought work and through mindset coaching, like you're able to see those things and evolve past and to get through them without letting it stop you. Because there's going to be negative things that come your way all the time and you're going to have to be able to get through them. So for me, realizing that I'm very grateful for the years that it took me to understand how to run a successful business. And now that I've opened up Woman Owned Wallet, which is my feminist gift shop, In our first year, we're going to be making what the new black made in year three, like every single opportunity I've had in the past has led me here. And I would not have the woman owned wallet or the new black without taking that time for myself to relieve the pressure valve and to allow myself to learn and grow into the woman that I am today. So thank you. And I appreciate that because it's such a big part of our stories and a part of who we are. And it's so important to push past the stigma that going back to work is somehow a failure or somehow that you don't have to close your business. Like you said, now you're able to show up better and more free than you were before. You're able to show up in a way that makes you feel amazing. And for me, closing my business and really separating myself from having to do those alterations all the time really made my life a lot better. Absolutely. So we can wrap it up here. Melissa, if there's anything else you want to add?
1: Just remember that everyone's journey is different and that's how it's supposed to be. Don't look at your friends and shame yourself because you're not where you think you should be. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. You're going to learn things that are going to get you where you want to go. Just make sure you're paying attention and listening and love yourself because you're amazing. You're an amazing person and all the things that you're doing for yourself, you need to appreciate it.
0: Agreed. Oh, I love that. I just love Melissa. Don't you guys? I mean, she's the best. <laughs> well, Melissa, tell everybody where they can find you and learn more about your story.
1: I am everywhere at Melissa Blandford Coaching and Melissa
0: Yay. Well, thank you so much for joining us again for another mindset mini-sode with Melissa. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you again soon. If you want to put more money in the wallets of women like we do, then check out our website thewomanownedwallet.com and we can't wait to continue the conversation on our social media so definitely follow us on our instagram womanowned.wallet and tiktok womanownedwallet you can also support us and be entered for some amazing giveaway opportunities by following us on apple and spotify and don't forget to leave us a review thank you for listening to woman Owned wallet the podcast